Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, it's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, so uh, some grab-ass and shenanigans here on a uh, on a Wednesday. How we feeling? Hour three, guys. How we feeling here? Everybody fired up? Well, we made it. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. We did it. We are all the way to hour he three. He did it. Uh, Petros is coming up uh, in about That's 20 right, minutes old from P. now. So, you think he'll be um, in a good mood today? I don't think so. I got a bad feeling. Because I think he's annoyed with some of the college football stuff that's out there. I'll be curious to get his take. I haven't heard his take. Uh, I had to do a, a thing for the Big Ten Network yesterday, and I think he came on after me, so I didn't get a chance to, to hear him. But I am curious to hear what he thinks about it. He's He's – you know, deep into, you know, USC, the history there, but also just the Pac-12 in general. So he'll be able to give, I think, a a great um, perspective on just where the conference sits now. And, and, I mean, I think it's obvious the point of view from the USC, right? Yeah. I mean, they they wanted more stability. They wanted to be in a conference that I think helps highlight their program. And I don't think you can understate this enough. You know, we can act like, and and he might say this, but – we can act like USC not being as relevant has has played the biggest factor in the Pac-12, not being relevant in college football. I just think, you know, from going around the country, going to these different venues, it, there's just a cultural kind of difference in the way sports and even football is absorbed. And it's just it, it's just bigger. It's bigger in SEC country. It's yeah. bigger in Big Ten country. It just it is. I mean, if you look at the way those schools prioritize football and sports – I mean, take for instance, and I said this to you guys the other day, Stanford has 36 varsity sports. That's 36 sports you've got to fund if you're their athletic department. Whereas Alabama's 22. That's 14 less, which means you have more money, more money to be able to put towards football and those facilities. It's a lot. I mean, it's so anyway, I just, and by the way, the Pac-12 a lot of the schools have a lot of varsity sports in comparison um, to SEC schools, even some Big Ten schools. Um, and so that, that's one of the things I think it's, it's just different. And it doesn't make it wrong, but I think when you look at how TV networks 
are prioritizing, you know, those brands in the college football world, it's not so much about, you know, the fact, oh, USC hasn't, hasn't been as competitive because that's why they're actually in the Big Ten right now. Despite them being competitive, they're, they're valued because they're still USC and they have a history and tradition and all that. To me, it's really more of a byproduct of just the West Coast, um, you know, window for TV. And I think more so than that, you know, just the lack of overall, you know, kind of viewership desire for some of that out there. There's just living in the South and born and raised in Southern California and then going and living in the South for a short time. I was shocked. It made me fall in love with college football again. And I just yeah. didn't talk to people out there like, oh, like you know, go to a South Carolina Clemson game. And that was at the time when Clemson wasn't great and South Carolina was bad. It not even close in comparison to whatever you call the quote unquote rivalries on the West Coast. Like UCLA, USC, there, there's no there's no real like rivalry or crazy bad blood or heat there between those. But you can go and see a couple of subpar teams battle it out in the South and it shuts down for it. And I just think that people on the West Coast can be offended by that and they can say, well, you know, that's just that's a lazy state. No, it's a fact. Like if you go to other parts of the country, there's a premium and a priority put on college football that doesn't exist exist on the west coast in some areas and that's why there's not as much of a buzz it's why they're they're rolling out you know what is it uh, oregon washington arizona state arizona colorado they're trying to find six teams to replace two in another conference and that's texas and oklahoma i just think in parts of the country to your point it means so much more and out here on the west coast they've still they're still trying to figure out how you can get people as invested into it and they can say well they've got other things that they can do that's fine but don't start complaining when when you're left out of the the conversation on a national landscape when it comes to talking about relevancy in college football just the way it you is know, what's what's interesting about it is there's a lot of funds that go into USC football, like a ton. Like I know we're talking about teams that have or, or schools that have a lot of different sports. USC does not lack funding. Like their facilities are as good as anyone's. They're they're, they're top notch facilities. Well, I mean, you know, I, I mean, there are. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. I mean, when you, if when you go to like the Alabamas of the worlds and other places, it, and, and look, here's here's the difference. It's easier to build a ridiculous facility in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, than it is LA, right? Like, yeah, land's more fair. expensive, labor's more expensive, materials more yeah. expensive. It just it is what it is. It, I, I don't know that nice. they. You know, it's nice. Like I, I don't know that it compares that way. But to your point, like they, when they when they want to invest into football, they have the funds to do so. They do. I mean, and they're showing it. So uh, with with what they did with with the new coach that they brought in, I just I just you know it makes me wonder. It, it's interesting because for every school that has the type of tradition connected to it in a place like like Southern California that that USC has, you know. You're not going to always have that. UCLA does not have that. So when when you think about it and you talk about those other sports, I pose the question here: Now that the NIL is is here, now that that players can can make money off their name, image, and likeness, and what what type of impact that may have on college sports and athletics as a whole, do you think that the club model? will become more prevalent with those sports so that now those sports numbers that have to be funded actually go down it goes down because it almost seems like it would be a more feasible approach to the business of sport as it applies to your institution to actually make sports that are not relevant enough or aren't funded by like for instance our 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 hockey team is funded by the owner of pro pro teams right which so is is kind of weird right because of the hockey system like they go play juniors they get drafted and like even when they're at Penn State for example they could be getting enticed at leaving to, to, to go pro, which is it, it's weird how it works that way. But like to that point, no, it, it, that's he all. Owns a yeah, 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 he owns them. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he owns one of the teams pro, they could be a going pro hockey to. Team, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, unless you have Conflict that type of, interest of funding, or no? right? <laughs> right. All right. I mean, it's you know, but but he funds them. So if he if he's funding his alma mater, 
and he's funding a sport that he has a passion for, even if it's a conflict of interest, okay, like, take it. You know what I mean? Like, give those kids an opportunity to, to have an opportunity to play. But I just it just sounds like now business is becoming more more pronounced, more in your face at the college level than it ever has. And so now you got to start to have conversations. You have to now be able to keep up with the other programs. And you're hearing Nick Saban talk about it. You're hearing, you know, the coach from you're hearing Dave from from Ohio State saying it. You're hearing, you know, all these different coaches bringing up the idea of being able to keep up with these other schools in the NIL era. Well, where's that money going to come from? If that money is going into other sports, then that means that it's not going into the football program, as you mentioned. And if it's not going into that football program, now it's not just, okay, we need money for recruiting. Like, okay, you, you got to be able to put a guy on a private jet. Some of these schools don't even have private jets. They got to they gotta pay for the private jet services or you got to fly commercial to go to go recruit. So where where is this funding going to come from if you're funding 30 some you know 40 some sports at a school i I just wonder will these will these sports now start to become issued as or deemed club sports where it's pay to play and then that's a byproduct of title nine just to be clear right because because here's the concern is if, if college football breaks off into a pro realm right where these kids get paid or their employees of the university however they structure it what then becomes difficult is you know title nine states you have to have equal you know scholarships on each side for men's and women's sports if they break off away from amateurism then they don't have to really have that right and so you have 85 football scholarships that you've offset on the women's side in sports that you no longer have to prop up and and so to your point that's one of the interesting things down the road depending on how the landscape shapes and evolves that I'm curious to see how they go about getting around that because Mm -hmm. clearly they want to support women's sports and, and they want to abide by title nine but at the same time, they also want to do what's, what they feel is best for you know, that, their football program, their university, their, or their athletics department by and large. It just feels like uh, football's king, and you got to make sure you're taking care of football first, and then you worry about not not to diminish some of these other sports. Like it just feels like that you got to have that handle before you can start it, focusing on on fixing the problem elsewhere. It pays for everything else. Yeah, I mean that, that's I the truth. Say, you don't, yeah, yeah, you don't have to be passive about that. I mean, football. Look at the numbers. Yeah, look at the numbers. These guys it's, going out there and playing games is paying for everybody else's opportunities to play. It's no I mean, different than the, what it is than the NBA. The NBA pays for the WNBA, right? I mean, that's yeah. But this, nowadays, this if you say that stuff, people get people get offended it, by that. It's true, so, though. I know. Like, I know. Like, I like, I, I'm, I'm sorry I if people are offended by that, but like that's the reality. Like this is just a, a numbers thing. So. I mean, look, I got three daughters. People can try to come at me any way you want in that whole argument. Like, trust me, you're not going to find a bigger proponent for, you know, you know, equality, women's sports, all that stuff. But, like, I'm also realistic in the way I view this. And it's like, well, you know, the NBA is propping that up. There, there's revenue-driving sports that are propping up the rest of the athletic department. And, and, look, the athletes that I talk to about it, their understanding of it. Like, they understand this. And, and, and so whether it's club sports that get, you know, basically funded by private donors, right, big supporters, whether it's like LeVar talked about uh, an NHL owner uh, or just other alums that play the sport and want to support, you know, current players, that's a model, too, that may happen, right? So it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it really is interesting to see how this is all going to shape and evolve over the next year or two. What's the second most popular sport at Notre Dame? Is it Basketball. basketball? Okay. Yeah, by, say basketball. By and what, what's like? Is there a wide gap between the two? Like, like as far as buzz on campus, uh, revenue, things like that, between the football I mean, team I'm, and basketball. I'm not privy to the numbers. I would say it's by far and away football, and then it's basketball. And you have some other sports that are that I think are probably competitive, right? I mean, the baseball team had a great season. Uh, went to Omaha this year. Uh, you've got a lacrosse team that's that this year got robbed, but had had a great season once they got going. The women's basketball team does fantastic. So um, it's you've got a number of teams that I think are up in that category, but it's it's hard to sit there and say you know what the numbers are. Obviously, I'm not you know looking through their balance sheet. Lavar is is wrestling too behind football at Penn State. 
now, yeah. Huh, best best okay. best sport is, is wrestling at our school. Well, women's volleyball is it has been one of the greatest franchises in the history of sports. If you look at the accomplishments of women's volleyball at Penn State, but in terms of popularity versus versus substance of how good they are, the best the best program hands down far and away is our wrestling program. Hands down. And but the most popular and obviously the most funded and supported and and, you know, obviously the amount of attendance is, is clearly it's it's football. It's those whiteouts, baby. Those whiteouts. I'll tell you stadium. what. Wrestling is wrestling is it. And volleyball has has been it, for a time. It was volleyball over everything, you know. But but again, you you know, sometimes you wouldn't even know. You, you might not even know how how good um, the volleyball program is. You know, we we've always been known for for wrestling, um, not not to the degree that it is now, where you're they're just winning all the time. But football, you know, we haven't come close to winning a national title. You know, our wrestling team is always winning national titles, so it's kind of, it's interesting because even success doesn't outmeasure or outweigh the amount of of buy-in and support that football represents out of football school it's a football school no matter what football's king man like it's not it's just just not it just it's funny how people have tried to push you know etherly all the nba it's like man it's the nfl and it's college football and i think the gap between college football and the nba is widening every year I, I really do. I, as far as popularity in this country, I just think I think the NBA has fallen completely behind. Well, what you're seeing now, though, too, is the gap between the, the top of college football and the rest of college football. Yeah. Like you're starting to see that gap, too. And that's where, you know, that's, that's where it's kind of got us to the beginning of this conversation and then this whole point. And we'll talk to Petrus in a minute about it. But that's where we're at. I mean, we're looking at now TV networks looking at college football programs and saying, are you a national brand or are you a regional brand? And that's how the Big Ten, I think, and even the SEC are looking at kind of what else is out there that they'd want to bring into their conference. And anything else, go to the Big 12, ACC, Pac-12. Dennis Dodd just put out an article talking about how apparently the ACC and oh, Pac-12 <laughs> want to have an alliance to have like a joint conference championship in <laughs> Vegas, which, I mean, okay, great. Um, so, so all that's – and by the way, all that's going to motivate the Big Ten and SEC to do is say, well, why don't we have our own playoffs since everyone views us as the two top conferences? <laughs> and now we, all, we have the right. best teams from all the conferences. So why don't we just have a playoff and we'll let the ACC and Big 12 and Pac-12, whatever's left of it, do whatever they want. Um, we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club Six Blade Razor, which brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. It's two pros and a cup of joe here at Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, it is the Old P, a Wednesday tradition. Petros Papadakis, he's yours right here on FSR. Hey, everybody. You know, I want you guys to address your health from a healthy standpoint, all right? Listen, I'm not saying be like me. I'm just saying do what I tell you to do, all right? Just this one time, listen to me and trust me. Get some AG1, all right? Take that AG1 in the mornings. Do it before you start your days, and I guarantee you, you're going to feel better. Your immune system is going to feel better. Your metabolism is going to move. You know what that means. You might look real good. You might look better than the good that you're looking right now. I know y'all look good out there. But with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75. That's a lot of high-quality vitamins. You're getting your minerals, your whole food source superfoods, your probiotics, and adaptogens that special blend of ingredients well it's going to support that gut health your new your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging and it's going to cost you less than three dollars a day super affordable think about it if it's your health what what price tag are you putting on your health huh three dollars a day uh well you know Sounds pretty good to me. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. 
mental clarity, and alertness. All right, to make it easy on you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash two pros. That's the number two, all right? Go to athleticgreens.com slash two pros. Take ownership over your health and pick up that ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are going to catch up with the great Petros Papadakis coming up here in just a couple of moments. Two pros and a cup of Joe brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. We're going to have the BQ News coming up in about 15 minutes from now. Right now, though, welcome in the great Petros Papadakis, co-host of the Petros and Money Show on The Blowtorch, AM570 yeah. LA Sports, yeah. analyst for Fox here covering college <laughs> football, and a proud alum of USC who is on the way yeah. to the Big Ten. Yeah! Yeah! Big Ten. Yeah. Big Ten, baby. They're back. I went on the Big Ten Network yesterday. How was How's it? That feel? I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, I... <laughs> Uh, Give a taste hair, that SoCal. <laughs> I literally had like a beard and really long hair yesterday, and I was in a, my yoga class, and I got a text from the the Big Ten guy, and they wanted me to go on with that guy with the ski slope nose. Uh, he's a good host. Uh, <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Dave, yeah, yeah. Rev, Revazine. Uh, Dave Revzin. Yeah, yeah. Revzin. Yeah, what? I mean, I mean, it's new to me. And uh, <laughs> geez, Is it? How did it feel? <laughs> I mean, that was all right. You know, I went on there. I got a haircut. I shaved. And I went on the Big Ten Network to express myself. But I'm technically uh, on vacation right now. So I'm not doing the show today. Uh, I'm doing this show. And everybody, even Sean Salisbury is calling me. And it's really annoying because this happens every time I try to take a couple days off. Uh, One time I tried to go to Hawaii with my wife. And it was the day that USC sanctions came down. <laughs> and I spent the whole time on, you know, the phone. Did doing they interviews. do anything wrong? I mean, Leiter keeps trying to convince me they did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, there was some discrepancies, you know, based on the rules. <laughs> based on the rules. It, it was fine. We were good. <laughs> Nothing to see here. You guys definitely were fine and good. That is you for were, certain. You were really fine. Yeah, no, it was a different time in college football. And uh, there is such a thing as a lack of institutional control. There's no doubt about that. And How that close was, that was are taking we to it now? There. How close are we to that right now? Where? To lack of institutional control. Yeah, but where? In oh, the whole man. thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it certainly is a rickety time, but like I said this stuff 10 years ago. I said we were moving to giant conferences, and I said that geography and tradition be damned. And I also thought that it was going to be really painful, and it is. I mean, it sucks for teams that we all kind of like that I've traveled to and enjoyed, like Corvallis and... Yeah. Pullman, Washington. Pullman. Yeah. Cal and Stanford, I think, might fade into more of an academic kind of thing. The, I mean, Cal's football program exists, exists much to the chagrin of, like, most of the campus. And Stanford's, I mean, are they going to still play big-time football? Which is sad because you think about Aaron Rodgers, Marshawn Lynch, uh, Andrew Luck, John Elway, Jim Plunkett. You know, there's a lot of history in the Pac-12 that's just being exploded because of a really bad TV deal that a lot of people warned about about a decade ago, and that is what killed the conference. And sure, there's some selfishness involved to make money and and everybody, but if you're USC and you've been sitting around watching Purdue make a hundred more million dollars than you or something stupid like that, 200 more million dollars in the last 10 years, it's really hard to compete. So... I think this is just a really hard kind of pulling off of the scab or taking the Band-Aid off from college football eventually getting out from under the NCAA. Which it will be interesting to see when that happens because I I do think that that day is rapidly approaching. I want to talk about the Pac-12 now. It it just seems like, at least from the TV network's perspective, Petros, they're always kind of up against it because you don't have as many windows as you do on, on the eastern seaboard, or at least, at least in the eastern time zone, to capitalize off of, right? There's really only two as opposed to three when you look at that noon, 3.30, 7 p.m. How much of that it played a role? <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you what I've, I've, the conversations I've had. Yes, but, of but, course. 
But but how much of that plays a role amongst what happened with like Larry Scott, his leadership? Do you kind of point back to that and just go, this is where it started? And no. Ended? No. <laughs> I mean, look, people watch the games at night. There's a reason they put them on. People watch the games all day and all night. The problem for the Pac-12 in many ways, it was that not enough of their games were early enough to where somebody would do something and you would run the highlight 500 times while you sit at that desk and comment the same time on the same run from the same guy that plays for Stanford or Cal or something in the same way we would do with Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, teams that play earlier in the day. You don't get the highlight hammered into everybody's skull all day. So that part of it, I think, Brady, is pretty valid. But as far as what happened, look, money was being doled out. People were getting their ass paid for TV rights a decade ago. The iron was hot. Everybody was partnering up. Everybody that partnered with a TV company made money hand over fist because that was the deal. The Pac-12 made a horrible error deciding to own their own content, realized that it had no value that way, did not know how to make their own TV network, did not have the distribution within their own footprint, which is a cardinal sin. And all of those things, I mean, you might be right, Brady, about the time slots, but all of those things make that point moot with the way things started off. I mean, you can't start off a race and cut off your leg at the, at the, the line right before everybody starts running. And that's basically what they did. And we watched them bleed out for the last 10 years. Has USC sucked? Yes. And I've often said that. There's two things wrong with the Pac-12. USC sucks, and the TV deal is worse than that. But now I look back on it, Brady, like has Oklahoma been relevant the last decade in college football? Yeah. They've had Heisman winners. They compete at a high level. People talk about Jalen Hurts like he walks on water, you know, when he was playing well early in that season. So what is it? They still left. They still took the SEC money. Texas, a little bit more like USC in the last 10 years, went with them. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's a time slot thing. I don't know if it's a, a TV uh, viewership thing. It was a TV deal thing. And it's kind of sad because it's all about money and dollars and cents. But I guess that's where we are. Petros, how do you think USC matches up in the Big Ten? Uh, seeing that a lot of people speculated that Lincoln Riley didn't want any part of the SEC, so he took the <laughs> USC money only to find out, oops, we're going to the Big Ten in a yeah. couple of years. You ever seen that statue of Red Grange in Champaign-Urbana? <laughs> you know, it's pretty sweet. You know, you ever, you ever, you ever feel Camp Randall shaking for a song that's 30 years old? Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, for me, uh, I we think got Brady's our asses kicked after that that song came on. By the way, it's tough. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I was there for it, Lavar. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the tough. <laughs> that's one of the tough parts about uh, college football, and fun parts too, is that you know these are young people, and young people are not accustomed to being in a stadium full of people screaming for your your life. That's why, you know, seniors, juniors, guys with more experience are really valuable at the college football level. But guys freak out. They make mistakes. And the crowds can really intimidate people. At the, at the pro level, that's just not supposed to happen. But in college, it does. And it's pretty cool. And that's a big part of it. And these are going to be foreign places to the Trojans and Bruins and whoever else is going. And that's one part of it. The other part of it, and Brady and I were talking about this off the air, is that USC's not built to run the ball and stop the run right now. I mean, they have two years to figure it out and actually develop some linemen. And I've seen people do it faster than that. But it used to be in the Pac-12, all you worried about weather-wise was if you got caught in Pullman, Washington in November or at night in November, which happened to me in my career. And, you know, I'm from California. I put everything I had on in the locker. I look like the effing Michelin man. Uh, and now it's like there's three landmines in November and late October 
potentially for all of these teams. Lincoln, Purdue, oh, you know. That's what you guys think. The weather gets, starts getting bad in October, pal. Right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. It could be a lot more than that. Well, you know, I mean, USC, USC every other year, they always have that Notre Dame thing floating around oh, in that's October, like first too. Week of October. Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, these things are – and USC's just not built that way. I mean, you need to get a Sam Backer that's, you know, strong in his, in his ass and sand and line up on the freaking line of scrimmage <laughs> and grab the tight end by the neck. And I loved all the stuff that people were tweeting about with, you know, here's USC when Iowa comes out with three tight ends and Kinnick, and there's like a picture <laughs> of a guy going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that part of it, I think, I know, but I, and if we understand that, I'm sure Lincoln Riley and those guys understand it. But if they think that they're going to go into the conference and run by people, I, I think they have another thing coming, especially as Brady pointed out, because, you know, much like uh, some of the L.A. media, when it comes to the weather in the Midwest, I need a guy like Mike Bone to tell me, you don't even know. <laughs> You, you guys don't even know I'm crazy. Hey, is he still excited? Yeah. Is, is he still excited? I'm sure he is. I mean, they're getting a lot more money, but this <laughs> stuff happened. I mean, we had Martin Jarmond on yesterday, the guy, the UCLA athletic director. Yeah. And he came from the Big Ten, right? Yeah, he was Michigan State and a couple of Happened way. Yeah, he came from Michigan State, Ohio State, and most recently yeah. he was at uh, Boston College. So it's kind of like he's bringing the Big Ten uh, out west. But, I mean, this whole thing was orchestrated by people above the athletic director's heads and everybody's got to get in line and adjust and take their two years to try to figure it out. There's so much money to be made. I don't think it's beyond the pale that USC and UCLA should invest in some kind of hotel or a hub in Indianapolis or a place like that for road trips and and things of that nature. I mean, UCLA has 25 sports. I mean, that's a huge, huge gambit of programming for the Big Ten Network. So that part of it is all pretty interesting. But look, when I started broadcasting, I worked for USC. And very early, about 2004, around the time nobody was breaking any rules at USC. Um, <laughs> I, started, I don't know what you're talking about, Petros. I, I, never, I hear on good authority there's nothing illegal going on back then. Oh, no, I was there. And I'll tell you what, I was like, gosh, it's almost like I'm working in a utopian society. <laughs> I felt like I lived with Wonder Woman's family, you know, before she left. And... Uh, in, she was in Bethesda. In the Amazon or the Isle of Lesbos or wherever. Oh, uh, oh shit. <laughs> hey, you guys, hey, the Isle of Lesbos is a real place, by okay. the way. Okay. Yeah. It is. All right. And they're lesbians. And they're very, very uh, up, unhappy about what's happened to the, the, because, you know, they're like, hey, we are lesbians. And, oh well, God. you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you know why that's called, uh, they're called lesbians and uh, the whole thing, uh, became the definition of a female on female love no you know? why is that because a great oh. a great greek philosopher a yeah. woman named sappho was from lesbos the island lesbos yeah yes. i'm looking it up now yeah she sappho's from lesbos and she wrote of women making out and things like that and that became called sapphic love and anybody who was involved in that kind of relationship became a lesbian, because Sappho was from the Isle of Lesbos. Huh. Just, just to di- like verify this, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. A hundred percent says that exact thing. Wow. Petros is a hundred percent spot on. Thank well, you. I can also right verify now. that no one broke any rules at USC back in the early. But anyway, my point is what I was saying is when I started working uh, the conference and doing the Pac-10 game of the week with the great Barry Tompkins, the guy that called. Oh. Get ready for World War Three. Great, the, great boxing announcer too. Yeah, one of the oh, best man. of all time. He taught me how to broadcast, and a wonderful man. And uh, Barry and I went all around the conference, and he was a Bay Area guy. And I fell in love with the conference. And in 2013, they added Colorado and and Utah. And I, I spent a Thanksgiving with my pregnant wife in Salt Lake City. I had a cheeseburger with Norm Chow at the hotel bar. <laughs> For Thanksgiving, you know, that kind of thing, I, I'm really going to miss. I, I love the conference. I, I'm going to miss the conference. I'm going to miss 
USC versus Cal and all those things. And I don't know what's going to happen. I, I hope that everybody finds a suitable home and a good TV deal so they can compete at a high level or the level that they want to compete at. But at the same time, I understand why USC and UCLA had to kind of take their own relevance into their hands if they were going to continue to really try to play big-time college football. Well, listen, Petrus, we know what's going to happen. We know. Hawaii's coming to the Pac-12. Let's to go. Save the day. Hey, to hey, save hey, the by damn the way, day. Petros, if the, if the six teams do move to the Big 12, yeah. like is, is Pac-12 going to try to just add on more teams, or are they just going to cease to exist at that point? Wouldn't it feel like they would dissolve? Yeah, you know? that's what I, I mean. Think. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it feels like Washington State and – some of my Oregon other State, favorite teams are going yeah, the Beavs, man. I love the Beavs. Uh, they might end up in the Mountain West or some kind of model like that. And really, that's what their TV deal has been anyway over the last, yeah. you know, 10 years. So that's what happened. Larry Scott turned the Pac-12 into the Mountain West. And the, peop- and the Mountain West is a good conference, but it's not a Power Five. I mean, the bottom of it has UNLV. That's the, uh, very different from the bottom of a lot of other conferences. And I got to say, it's really tough, but it's been like this for 10 years and and people have just ignored it. Uh, Get him on Twitter at the old P Petrus Papadakis on vacation. Kind enough to join us here uh, on a Wednesday morning and getting up early. But Uh, will I do Sean Salisbury in an hour? (laughs) Yeah, I will not not do Sean Salisbury. Uh, Maybe three hours. uh, Let's do it again. uh, Let's do it again next week. Huh? Don't you what get you tired say? of doing the same highlight over and over, Brady? No, no, we don't. Yeah, come on, all the time. It's part of all, all the time. The, the, the game is to see how you can make it different, or make yeah. people laugh, or have like an inside joke uh-huh. within that. That's that's the yeah. game I think you try to play. I'd rather hey. be the guy introduced and just you know stiff arm somebody very lightly in the temple. <laughs> I mean, well, today's highlight was the island of Les Lobos, you know, all that stuff. Lesbos. Yeah. Yeah. Lesbos. Yeah. Yeah. Los Lobos is from East L.A. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Kiko and the Lavender Moon. Oh, man. Uh, Petros, enjoy vacation. <laughs> Thank you. I'll talk to you Thanks, guys Pete. next week. Great right, job. There buddy. he is. Uh, Petros Papadakis, kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up next, uh, it is time for the main event. It's the BQ News. It's yours right here on Fox Florida. Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever Get your podcast from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after we go off the air. We will be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. And before we get to another edition of the BQ News, want to let you know we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yay! Well, yes. This one's going to start off. I'm not sure where it's going to go from here. A uh, a woman and a man were in a car together. They got into an accident. They crashed into a FedEx truck, and uh, the woman was distracting the man. While he was driving. What do you mean? What do you mean? Um, I'm going to. Bobbing for apples is the best way I could put it. Oh, okay. Okay. Or a squirrel. Yeah. But literally hit a FedEx truck head on. (laughs) So uh, from one package to another, huh? Yeah. This is in Florida, by the way. Uh, That's a stunner. That is a a stunner that's happened in Florida. Did everyone live? Is everyone? Yes. Everyone's everyone's okay. Uh, But the two people were found naked. Yeah, the two people were found naked, though. That's strange. Weird place to do yoga. You know, in the car while you're, uh, you know, yeah. crashing into a, a truck like that. You know, they were knocked out, but they were okay. Yeah. But they were knocked out in in their their natural suit. No, they weren't knocked out. They were they were yeah, yeah they were fully conscious. They just got in a car accident. Oh, they ran yeah. into a FedEx truck. Based on the collision, so they what... didn't think to put their clothes on before the people got there to. I think it was tough with the airbags and everything else, um, but it happened to actually. 
in a metropolitan area, like downtown, where there was police pretty close by. Based on the uh, collision and what was going on, I mean, he's a very lucky man, the driver. You know what I mean? I just wonder if, like, they got to the point where he was so in a state of ecstasy that, like, that's what caused it, or if it was leading up, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did it... Did it come to a conclusion? You do, you a good do point. know that. It's a good point. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, we got a South you Florida man. You are driving, you know. Yeah. All right, go ahead. We got a South go Florida ahead. man who was, uh, well, he robbed another man at gunpoint. Uh, and this is basically all spurred from uh, someone not buying him uh, food at, at Wendy's. Yeah, he, he apparently asked the gentleman walking inside to get him some chicken nuggets. He didn't. And so when he came back out, the guy decided to rob him. <laughs> I mean, see, Brady, and took the food. Th- th- this is what like, your performance on those Wendy's commercials for Big Noon Kickoff have done. People are so ecstatic about chicken nuggets that they're willing to break the law when they don't get them. I, I think uh, you should let's have a round of applause and, a, and take a bow. You know, you're the pride of Dublin, Ohio, Wendy's, what you've done for that fine establishment. You should be proud Shots of yourself, man. You. I, just, I don't know how we tipped toad around that first first one. What do you want? surprised. With yeah. the 11th toe, or what do you mean? Careful, you know. <laughs> got to be more careful. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 